Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are we going? I think so. Okay. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it's hump day with Swanee and friends, Dane Swan, Samantha Riches. Good morning. Morning to you. Started. Sorry. Yeah. We've been, at, so we're, we? we've been recording commercials and we're just about fucked. We've been yeah, going for half hour before we've actually started. Yeah, the, well, thing, the things we do for you people to keep the podcast alive. We've got so much energy in us. Funny, Dane's only got a few words. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. As, as Dane and my old boss used to say, it's been a big week in football. And uh, I think we can only start with one topic that's been sent to us by Matt. Mm. Sandringham Golf Link's most valuable team, team of the week, half back line, D Swan. Sandringham, oh. Sandringham what? Well, they sponsor it, I think. Uh, the Sandringham Golf Link sponsor the Southern. What, what's the, what's the division you're playing? Uh, division one, uh, the top, whatever the top league is. Oh. And then. Well, well, not, even have to ask that, it's right? obviously not the top league. You don't in play against Epping. Or, no, or but the top league in the Southern League, not the. Well, it's, it's a Southern League, yeah. Oh yeah, no. I think it's. I, I think it's like the twentieth best league in Victoria or something like that. The twentieth so, best league. I think, anyway, I think so. Someone told me that. I don't know. That could be completely lied. But it's, listen, there's no. Who's the first best league? Local league. Mm. No, maybe like the. I have no Eastern League, maybe. Oh, Eastern or, District, like, like with ball one and all that, like it's a strong league. Maybe them. Essen um, District League's pretty good, I think. Like maybe, like Yarrawonga, are they pretty good up there? Oh, I fucking got no idea. Surely <laughs> <laughs> someone notice, can do a list. Notice he didn't start with I fucking got no idea. No, mm. just Tried my first. Anyway, well done. Whatever league I played in, it wouldn't be an issue though. <laughs> well, well done for Wait. selflessly giving back to halfback flake uh, just behind the ball still. Um, yeah, we won by 140 points, so 100, So wow. we played the bottom side, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I see Aaron Edwards was there. He kicked 13 or something. What? That should be enough to get you in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we rested a few too. No, mate, they were, mate, they're just young kids crying out for the end of the year. I spoke to the bloke I was playing on there, ready to finish up. Well, I couldn't count up any fun getting beat by that much, but... Um, yeah, that no, was all right, mate. One more game to go before finals. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I normally get to all our all our correspondents before the show started, but one's just come across oh from Scott, who's right onto it. Um, <laughs> there's a huge night coming up at the Birmingham Hotel in Fitzroy that you're you're not there. I was going to say I'm not. I was going to say that doesn't sound for me. I'm, I got a pretty clean slate now to Grand Final week because um, Sunday the fourteenth. You want to check your diary? Are you, are you of what? Oh no, that's that's last Sunday. Mm. Yeah, so you missed it. Get special guest, Jared Blair and Luke Ball. You've already talked about this. Hosted by Faz. I didn't talk about that. Yeah, you did. You mentioned it the other week. You rub salt and you rub mate. Don't kick him out when he's down. <laughs> uh, you Maybe me- Faz is going into that line of work. You, you mentioned that the other. Way. I'd like any line of work. <laughs> so I have to do this with you two idiots. <laughs> um, I do love it. 
No, I thought he was all right. I played. I played Sunday too, mate. It's not, I played two. So yeah, mate. It's not good for me. Oh. Playing two days in. I'm not, mate. I'm more of a liability than an ability <laughs> on Sunday. Like, and we played the we played we played the bottom side twice. So you think I could have just cruised around, but mate, like I'm not sore. Like my, Monday, what's today? Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday. I haven't been sore. I'm just tired, just slow. Like, mm. it's just a bit longer to get up. Like. Fuck, I went to footy training last night. I felt like I had 10, 20 kilo weights on each ankle. Like, it's just, it's not good for me. No, I'm lucky the season's coming to an end. Were you behind the ball and zip rules or did they get you uh, up there? Throw me in the middle. <laughs> and Three, man, 360 degree movements? Oh, man, I could hardly move. Jeez. <laughs> um, but they had a good win. I think I qualified for their finals now. So Why are you saying they and there? Aren't they? Isn't yeah, it us and we? Qualified for their finals? Well, the Super Rules finals. Um. Part of the team, I'm part of the team. I am. Yeah. Fev play? No, Fev didn't play all weekend. He had a sore groin or something. So. Oh. Probably resting. Um, no, but it was good. Had a decent weekend. I had a, busy, I had a busy week. I didn't watch my footy on the weekends. I played Saturday, Sunday, and then had I was giving back Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So. Um, Four days in a row. Wow, hey. Yeah. Maybe that's why you. Well, I was going to say, maybe that's why I'm fucking mentally shot. Um, <laughs> you reckon that's it? <laughs> yep. Uh, no, but it was good. Big. We played one more game down at the Peanut Farm this weekend. Come, it's the last home game. Thank fuck. It's the worst ground I've ever played on. So, um, at the Peanut Farm. Yeah, it's horrible. Really? Oh, it's disgraceful. Why do they do something about that now? Well, that got, you know. the council's horrendous. I think apparently, yeah, the ground's fucked. There's like potholes everywhere. I'm surprised no one does. And I'm not surprised one person does an ankle every week. So one was at Nary Warren with Cooter. Is that right? Uh, oh, the functions. Yeah. Yeah. That was Friday. Friday. A mate was going, so he... he I don't know. He, what did he say? He, he, he texted me. Well, I haven't heard back from him after. But oh, before wow, he, said, he said, what should I ask? Once he stops laughing, he'll probably text you back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. So he said, what should I ask? So these are the four that the I'll put forward. Okay. So I know you don't give up... I know you don't give up your act, but these are the four that I suggested. Yeah. And I haven't seen your act. I've only done this shit with okay. you. So, one... Uh, the jungle, did they? Yeah, you're right. Okay, uh, the biggest spray you've got from Mick and Eddie? No, I no, didn't get a run. Okay, but I can, but that I can speak about that. Uh, was the draw grand final an inconvenience? Yeah, no, I got a little bit of mention. Anzac Day, tummy rub. No, I didn't get a run. Didn't get a run. No, I didn't speak about Anzac Day. Um, so I'll have you dropped fat shaving from your routine? I only had 40, 45 minutes. <laughs> Wait, was it just you? Was Kuda speaking as well? No, Kuda was there just, just to watch me. No, he might have been hosting. Fucking, <laughs> 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 you're really spaking coffee. I don't think Kuda or Faz. Kuda's not quite the Faz. Yeah, exactly. Level MC. Of, uh, yeah, Kuda's not, not the Faz level of, of MC. I think he's more your uh, your act. Because that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part for me as an MC when the organisers think, "Fuck you, beauty. We're going to fill this ticket with value by adding." Dane and Cooter and fucking everyone else. But the problem for the punters is there's only 45-minute talk slot and you've got 45 minutes on your own. Three hours. Right? Hang on, hang on. What if the lineup is Wayne Carey and Dane Swan? How much time has he got? About four minutes. <laughs> well, I've got a lineup. Actually, one, we're doing one with Duck on Thursday night, actually. <laughs> oh you won't, well, you won't pull up so well. Yeah, I'll be good to go. What's the point? I've got a lineup coming up that's yeah. got two of the biggest talkers going around and the third bloke has got probably the biggest story that hasn't been heard from his own mouth. You've just, just you've just men- you've just mentioned this to get slip your p- <laughs> yeah. You, I didn't bring this up. Bullshit. Very good days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> exactly. You've mentioned mine just to try and slip your fucking two cents. Yeah, but you didn't bring it up. You just did then. No one was talking about you, Samantha, and what you're doing until you decided to bring it up. So you might we as well tell no, us. We don't need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, we do. No, hang on, hang on. I want to try something like Samantha, right? All right. Just let's get the front of the paper, so. There's a whoo. has got lots of jobs. <laughs> I've got more than one job. Oh, by the way, my best bet won it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There you go. Just less than six degrees of separation. Okay, come on, Sam. You, you, you want to talk about it? It's, I, this is a. This is all about me podcast. So, <laughs> but it's not called Samantha. And yeah, friends. exactly. <laughs> Samantha and friends, come on. What do you, What do you want to tell us? <laughs> what do you want to tell us? No, let's no, well, I don't. We're not. We're, What's we're, the, we're not moving. We we're, we're not moving on. This podcast. 
this podcast will end right now unless you tell us what's going on. No. What is the lineup? The two the big talkers are the two big talkers are well pick two big talkers in the league. Currently? Well none the, of them speak. Sam Newman. Well, oh, he hasn't played for a while. Played Looking back, let me check. In the, talking I, I, in the in the game, Sam Newman's got absolutely league. nothing to do with <laughs> AFL these days. But in the talking Sam, league, Sam, right? Who's the and other? Who would match him on talking stakes about himself that I might have done a show with Doug? recently? Doug, Bill Brownless, no. Doug, Doug. Wayne Doug. Carey, Doug, Doug, Doug Hawkins, right? Sam okay. and Doug. That's great. Yep. Yeah, two and very current, prominent <laughs> AFL players. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're front of mind of anyone from the AFL era. Yeah. Yeah. Which was going to be hard enough to get 45 minutes with the two of those two. Yes. Oh, literally, it's going to be an easy payday for me because I'll just say, hello, here's these two, and sit down because they'll talk. Then they've got a third person in, which is great value for the ticket um, holders. Wait, where's the tickets available? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I actually don't know. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And who's the third? Yeah. <laughs> the third is Ben Cousins, which is, he's got a lot Ooh. to talk about. Oh, I'd say he's relevant. Yeah, no, I'd say he's relevant. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You excited about that, Sam? It fucking took you three minutes to burst that out <laughs> into the podcast. <laughs> Pretty happy about that? No, because I don't. Because you what? Well, there's an asterisk on it, but not not from their behalf. They'll all be there. They'll why why all is there an asterisk there. on it? Well, we can't discuss that on air at the moment, Dane. Why? Okay. Asterisk on what? On what? On uh, the host. Maybe Faz might be taking over. You're the host. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I am. Yes, I'm hosting that. Yeah, okay. Well, then that should be fun. Um, my point of the question was, you, Dane, could do a whole 45 minutes on your own. So yeah, how do you split that when you've got a lot of content and you've got no, some well, like Kuda as well? Well, Kuda did his own bit and then I rolled up. So did you have 45 each? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's good value. And some Q&A. Oh, they, were, they were drinking piss from midday to five or something like that. I, Kuda did a lot, one thirty. I got there about 2.30, seeing the comedian... And then Kuda fucked off. So we didn't see me, I didn't see him. And then um, I got on at like 3, 3.30 or something like that. Yeah, when they were all real nice and pissed, so they didn't, have, didn't really pay attention to me, so I was all right. Kuda's sort of in your, in your Peter Dacos sort of league mm. of, of incredible talents who, who just doesn't talk about himself enough. Mm. Like he's entitled to talk about himself as much as possible. Yeah, no, he's as very good. Dakes. Yeah. But they, yeah. they, they don't. They, I wonder if Dakes is doing a... Like uh, he's just starting to come back into fashion now because of his sons. I think he's yeah. Well, now I was speaking to someone, I won't, doesn't matter who, but apparently a lot of that era and the front bar's really given him a good kick along. Mm. Right? Yeah, front bar appearances they get. Mm. And then wow. people say, oh, wow, these guys are really funny. And, of course, the current players, be fair to say that. No, 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 no that so they're boring. probably better off not saying anything. Well, I saw Ed Langdon. Ask Ed Langdon. <laughs> exactly right. Um, I was, yeah, I can't get a start on the front bar. Well, we've discussed why that is. Have we not? Yeah, they can get yeah. fucked. No, it's, it's not because... It's just unfair. Oh, unfair. It, it's, it's Everyone makes you, mistakes. You do yeah. the crime, you do the time. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think I was making mistakes. I thought I, did all, I thought I went through all the right protocols before I got pinged. So. And it, that, that could be a, a way of redemption. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure this has been asked, but obviously you slept after your, mm. your drinking, before you got in the car, so you did the right thing. Yeah. When you woke up, was there any part of you that was like, fucking no, world spinning? I, f- I felt dead yeah, my massage, you want some medicine? Now I feel tip top. And what I usually did, like I'd usually go get like a pie and like a chalky milk or something from the servo if I'd felt a little, you know, if I felt a little hungover. But I felt fucking tip top. So I didn't. And then I drove straight through the boozy and got pointer five four. <laughs> you rocked up like, oh, this would be fun. You felt blowing your straw. Yeah. If you, had, if you had, had some scrambled eggs, you would have been, right? Yeah. But you barred them. Yeah, well, I don't eat oh. eggs, so yeah. You don't so, eat eggs? No. Yeah, I don't eat eggs. Why? Chickens' periods. <laughs> well, they're not chickens' periods. Oh, I don't eat it. I eat with my nose and they smell. They stink. I've never had eggs. I've obviously I've eaten them if they've been put in a cake or something like that. But I've never eaten, sat down and just eaten like eggs. an egg. No, I have to make them now. Potato. Mm, mm. Which isn't fun. Because it stinks. What about mushrooms? They fucking stink. Only if they're magic. <laughs> we don't make them potato, do you? But I don't eat, I know I don't eat mushrooms either. No, they're gross. I know. I didn't know you don't eat eggs. Don't eat fungus? Maybe. Fungi, only if out of people's toes. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. You know what? I just punched the air then you said toes. Mm, feet. <laughs> Could have gone any, any direction. <laughs> so we, if Didn't we know that was anus fungi or oh, not. Look, there's a fair chance Ben Cousins won't come on this podcast. Well, is there a fair chance? I, I might don't ask know. him. I don't, well, 
give that a go. But all I'm thinking of, given that we lost Dane for the first 15 minutes where we had Jimmy Bartell, didn't we? Because mm. he's just sitting there thinking, I think I've got him covered. How many medals? How, yeah. many, yeah, how many jackets? <laughs> How'd you go with Cousy next year? Do we, has he got you covered? Uh, probably an on off the field. <laughs> <laughs> so to say, yeah. Anyway, so yep. speaking of more, he's retired. Mm. Speaking of lists, did you see the list that you're on? Uh, unless you sent it to me, I didn't send it to you. <laughs> is a, no, it I'll is the thirty-year history of the NAB League. So, it's the NAB League, NAB in a in a B. Yeah, well, I know what NAB is, but what is the NAB League? The star-studded list of the best AFL and AFLW players to be recruited from the competition. So, Vic Juniors that kicked on. Right. So you're on that list. Okay. From West Manor. And, and I know you well, not from West from the uh, from the Northern, wasn't it? Did you come from Northern Knights? No, oh, you mean the TSE Cup. Quarter Cannons. Yeah. TAC Cup. So it's called the NAB Cup now, is it? It must be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, the Quarter Cannons. Quarter yeah. Cannons, sorry. So uh thirty years, where, where 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 would you put yourself? From everyone who Off got the drafted. Top of your head, yes. From the last thirty years. Victoria only. Oh man, it'd have to be high twenties. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. Go again. So no, 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 no that's right. Twenty-eight. Uh, you, you, Out of thirty, you're sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, halfway. I was. Um, I'll, I'll spit through them, and you I was tell always me. crucially undervalued. You tell me, fair or unfair? Number yeah. well, no. Ablett, yeah, Judd, no, number one. Ablett, Judd, Hodge. Close. No, for some reason, Hodge. I don't know if Hodge is Hodge in. Hodge no, Hodge is in there. So it goes: Ablett, Judd. Goods. Is this one, two, three? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, twenty, thirty. 20 <laughs> no, Ab- Ablett's thirty. Just couldn't fucking quite sneak in the. <laughs> Ablett and Judd just couldn't really quite squeeze into the top fucking top twenty-eight best players <laughs> of the modern <laughs> of the modern era. No, no, they're fucking struck. Nah. I thought you might give us a bit of suspense and go like ten through to one. Once you said no. the name Ablett. Or Judd, you'd think yeah, that, yeah, you know, you'd no, cause feel this pretty my, quick. This is my countdown to 16. Mm. Well, speaking of Judd, where did Ben Cousins play his junior footy? Where's he from? He's from WA. He's from is WA, yes. Samantha. I oh, know he's a West Coast boy, but I didn't know where he was. Samantha, oh. come on. All right. His dad was a teammate of Sam Newman's, did you know mm. that? Fun well, fact. Well, I'm sure I'm here so about it because they're playing together. Gary Ablett Jr., Chris Judd, three goods, four. Hodge. No. You played with him. Basketball background. Got Pendlebury. Uh, Mason Cox. <laughs> <laughs> no. Five, Brad Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, what's Hodge? Oh, yeah, go, okay. Six, full forward for Essendon. Played right. Lloyd. Yep. Seven, Bendigo Pioneers. Pretty good captain at Geelong. Uh, Del Sano. <laughs> <laughs> Selwood. Selwood. Hodge, eight. Oh. Number nine, f- good friend of yours. For solo. <laughs> <laughs> One three Norm Smiths. They got dusty number nine. Yeah. Well, they fu- well this list is fucked already. <laughs> Brad Johnson above. Yeah, exactly. Dustin. Yeah. So we'll get to that because they, they've put the judges here, which, right. is, which is my ace in the. In the, in the <laughs> they've put the what? The Who judges. the judges were. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's number 10? Brad Johnson, a judge? <laughs> no, but anyway, number 10, Danger. Yeah. That really? Number 11, Sam Mitchell. Yeah. 12, Fred Harvey. This list is fucked already. Interesting. <laughs> 13, Tom Hawkins. 14, John A. Brown. 15, just above Dane Swan, Matthew Scarlett. Yeah, well, give him a pass. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, full back of the century, you probably go okay. So the judging panel. Samuel's Hang on, round it out. What, 16 is Dane. Are you going to go anymore? Doesn't no, matter. We don't need to. <laughs> I'm better than one. I'm more better than the rest. <laughs> so the judging panels: Chris Cavanagh from the Herald Sun, Sam Zito from the AFL, Patrick Keane from the AFL, Kevin Sheen from the AFL, and Tarkin Lockyer. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That'd be right. We hope he pushed hard for you, Dato. Well, I don't, I don't know what, what was their criteria on how good they were as a junior. Because I was shit, but <laughs> um, yeah, was it like their improvement? <laughs> Oh, it was, it was, it, surely it was how you became as a player. Ratings were based on personal achievements at AFL level with... Personal achievements. So Dusty's got three premierships, three Norm Smiths. Hodge's got four premierships. 
Two North Smith can't crack the top couple. <laughs> Brad Johnson's played 300 games and not a flag in sight. With leadership qualities and team success also factored in. Oh, well, that's, that's Is there anyone good. that you think has missed that list? Um, I'm sure fucking someone probably, but I can't really think off the top of my head. Well, Gary Ablett Jr. wasn't a leader per se, was he? Pardon? Gary Ablett Jr. wouldn't you you wouldn't be known as a leader. He was just known no. as Gary Ablett's coming at number one. Junior? Yeah. Be fair, fair to say. He's <laughs> probably top five all time anywhere. No, no, yeah. he's very good. Um, he's very good, was he? That's, <laughs> how you, that's, that's where you'd rank him. Fuck these big statements, Sam. <laughs> <here. laughs> <Just laughs> that's where you'd rank him? You'd put him in the very good category. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough, okay. I would put him very good, actually. Okay, who, wh- who's, who's above him? We'll just say, who's next? No, no, I, I was just uh, replaying oh. the top three in my head. It's your ranking. Goods, Judd, Ablett, three, two, one. This is not new, but it's, it's unusual that you could be considered the goat, but maybe not the best in your family. Mm. Now, um, you enjoying the Alistair Clarkson? <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? Um... So I've enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, people have enjoyed your take on it, and for those who don't, uh, just who only listen to this shit and don't um, don't look at social media, you tweeted out: Alison Clarkson may be the best coach of the modern era, but she's the dick sucking that's going on in the media surrounding him is incredible. You'd think there's not another coach on the planet who has ever won a flag. He should hand out roses and eliminate clubs one by one. Brilliant. Yeah, it should be like the Bachelor. Really? We should do a TV series on it or the Bachelorette. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't think I need to say much more. That's my tweet was pretty self-explanatory. Um, oh, fuck it. not that I I watched the odd footy show, but fucking hell, if I've heard a dollar for every name, I heard the name dollar every name time I heard the name Alistair Clarkson. You're a rich man, like how dumb are the media though? Honestly, how fucking collectively dumb? Mm. It was so obvious that they were handing him out and saying. You know, is he available? Is he available? And he's going to North and go to GWS. What chance do you really reckon he wanted to go to GWS in, in nowhere land? Uh, about as much chance as Apple being number 30 on that previous <laughs> list. <laughs> um, oh, mate, it's, they're like, I happen to put it on. And the way they talked about him is like, like they like the, just getting a bukkake of Alistair Clark's all over his face, like... <laughs> I was just salivating for his cum. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, on the couch, like... We're still explicitly writing... So they talked, like, Gary, you know, they were just like, well, the Bucks off with Alice. Dad said, it's like, if it, whoever he coached next year, if they don't win the flag next year, it's a fucking bitterly... Dis- it's a bitter disappointment. Right. <laughs> like, how many f- how many flags... How long does... Before he has to win a flag before it's a failure? Two years? Three years? At Essendon? Anyway. You would say three. Three? Uh, well, North, it, it probably, you could say it's a 15-year re- rebuild. So, 15 years? <laughs> but, like, mate, just the cl- every football show is like, well, you have to go after Alice Clark. Well, but if fucking they don't want to. Now clubs are just peer pressured into, and he may very well be the best coach. He, This is not a knock on Clarkson. This is a knock on just... On the noise? Yeah. They just... Well, the media. Well, at least he, it, it came out his top end this week, Sam. <laughs> yeah, the media just oh. hammer him. So, well, the buck stops with Alistair Clarks, and like yeah. they have to stop, stop what they're doing, and do this. Like, it's for not, it's embarrassing what they what they're doing. Um, Sam, please don't make noise. I, I, exactly, your mid biscuit there, whatever it is, Eating chocolate. <laughs> uh, We're concentrating. You don't hear us clean the pipes huh. out. Like, yeah, and he might, clubs might not be able to afford him or, you know, or for a myriad of different reasons. And, um, like, if whatever club doesn't get him, mate, the next three years are going to be, well, whoever coaches, say if he goes to Essendon, whoever coaches North is going to be, well, yes, fucking missed the boat last year. Have on Alice. Haven't North Melbourne got blue balls? Yeah, you've missed the boat on Alistair Clarkson. <laughs> gone the patch. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Missed the boat on Clarkson, but like, oh, I, I don't think I could have summed it up better with, um, yeah, the media just. I'm, I'm assuming you you didn't experience that as a teenager, Samantha, that you were grew up as a girl. I, I we do we don't assume in today's society, but. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm fucking real looking forward to when he actually signs somewhere, so we can move on. But 
do you reckon he feels? You reckon he's fucking probably sick of the noise it. too? He's probably he, loving he's it. I don't know. Loving it. Do you reckon? His dollars are going up. What is it? It's don't use the analogy. It's the bachelor. So I go on the knowns, right? So I actually put this out of all the shit I do, and I don't know do, but but I, two weeks ago it was so obvious that they were waiting because the, all the meetings were well known to the me- media. Now, if you want to meet someone, oh, I'm pretty sure you can do it. I reckon you can. Yeah, I reckon there's a way to be meet in private. So of the knowns, and I had no mail, but last year. I'm definitely staying at Hawthorne. People who think that I'm not staying at Hawthorne don't know me. And then two weeks later, somehow, two journos, uh, Caroline Wilson and Sam McClure, knew that he actually wasn't staying at Hawthorne. Now, I would say there's only three possible um, areas that it could come from. Hawthorne, mm-hmm. Sam Mitchell, or Alistair Clarkson's team. Not him directly, but team. Because... That meant that Mitch could take over as senior coach. Meant Hawthorne got one of those three got a nine hundred thousand dollar payout. Who do you think would advantage? Mm. <laughs> yeah, nine hundred thousand to do nothing. So I reckon, I reckon we've got a history of just a bit of a chat with the media from his team, not him directly. So it was pretty obvious to me that uh, he's here. He is at GWS. Here he is at North Melbourne. Hey, everyone, I'm available. Yeah. So here we go. So we don't know what's happening now. It's Wednesday morning. But Where do you reckon he goes? Essendon? He would l- Anzac Day. Yeah. Huge club. As much money as they want. Because even though the uh, there's a soft cap, which will go up, um, you want resources. Yeah. And the Bomber uh, supporters have huge money. Mm. Probably not dissimilar to these get with getting Paul Roos decorating get, get Grange at their functions. You've seen it close hand. Exactly. So it's <laughs> magnificent. Um, you know, I hope, I hope he probably goes to Essendon because a lot, as much as we like when Essendon and Carlton lose, love, footy is better. <laughs> we like <laughs> Footy is better when Essendon and Carlton, Collingwood Richmond playing finals. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, this weekend that may not be the case. Um, is anyone still going to the footy, though? Uh, there might be, I reckon there might be 30, 40 or 1,000 <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Um yeah, but I want... Are you I'll, going? Yeah, we're going. I want to see Essendon go up the ladder. And is that Sunday? I think I got that game. Yeah, I sort of said that. Are you talking or, or just social? No, no, I just... Man, it's Carlton's home game, so I'm just a commoner this weekend. You, you sitting out the open? I think so, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm good. Be out a lot. Might be able to people hear the roar of the noise, hear you know, the crowd. When the window's opened? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're beautiful. Uh, but yeah, but so... so um. Yeah. So the bombers, if they get him, um, they want to win a flag. And that. What about if he doesn't win a flag? Is it a failure? Stats are static, but what's the record of super coaches at their last gig? I know. Shit house. Yeah. So there'd be. Um, Pretty sure it's Matthews and Parkin are the only two big super coaches who won a premiership at their last at their last gig. Yeah. That doesn't mean this is his last gig, but yeah, it's it's overrated as a rule. Yeah, because apparently it involves having the best players to win a premiership. Exactly. That's that's the other thing I think. Like um, all this focus on the coach, but I think as just important as coaches recruiting and list management. Yeah. Like look at look at North's recruiting and list management has been fucking atrocious. Like which probably comes down to resources. Too. Yeah. You think they got that Luke Davis? You know he looks like he's pretty. Look like he's going to be if he was in a good side, probably be a Jet. Yep. Zerhar's a good forward. Larky is up and down. Mackay, that's about it. Look at all the blokes they brought in, like blokes from Pittard or Polak and that. There, Hall. Yeah, like no one. Like they brought in no. They've traded in no good players that you could. Greenwood, what's happened to him this year? Yeah, been horrendous. So, um, Stevenson. Yeah, been no good. so I'd worry about getting your list right and then bringing a coach in, but maybe he does all that. Maybe he maybe Clarkson does all that, and that's why he gets his dick sucked. I confidently say that, and and by the way, when he went to Hawthorne, and actually there's a par in the age today that Dermot Burton was one of the two directors who voted against him. Mm-hmm. And I remember Quarters was couldn't believe it as a public high profile supporter who loves his club. There was a lot of knocks about it. It was Jason Dunsell put him in there, so. 
he had no noise when he got the job. <laughs> yeah. Now he's got all the noise. So the noise is overrated. Like Craig McRae, how much noise was there about him this yeah. time last year? Exactly. And, like, you know, if if Clarkson went to Collingwood, do you think Collingwood is fighting for second on the ladder? I would probably say no. Maybe Clarkson probably has his own different style and probably a bit harder. And Yep. Um, I'd... I don't think they'd probably be where they are. They may well have got to where they are, but um, but yeah. So you never know. Like now, just because Clarkson comes in your club, look how what look what flighty with Collingwood. Well, so my point was, there's another coach out there. Yes. You know, he's not going to win the flag for the next twenty years until he retires. Someone else is going to win the flag. Yep. At some stage, so that means there's some other decent coaches out there. So yes, you got to do your due diligence in talking to him, but he might not be the right fit for your. Football club. So your your premiership coach was the last in the last sixteen years, I think, since Matthews. Yeah. Your your Mick was the only recruit coach. Yeah. Every other coach has won a premiership at his first job. Yeah. Which I mean that's a lot as I always say, stats are static, but what that says is the vast majority in modern footy, it's the new guy who comes in and you know, I've heard lots of stories from the Hawk boys about when Clarkson came in and Threw the table tennis table out the door, and yeah. you know, is this angry bloke who wanted to kill to make his impression, and it worked for him. Yeah. Well, he hasn't got that anger, that hunger. I don't. It, it, it is not humanly possible for him to have the same hunger now. Yeah. He would be wealthy. His record doesn't matter if he's hmm. next. If he fucks up at his next job, his record's right for life. Yeah. What do they say? What are they? Boxing mentality. It's hard to get out of bed and silk. Get out. Of Silk pajamas, yeah, right, yeah. So, <laughs> I like it. yeah, it's harder to get out of bed in silk pajamas. So, like Conor McGregor, and you know, like the boxing analogy, where when you made all your millions and billions, yep, it's fucking hard to keep that hunger and you know, like you're starving and got to you know, scrap for every dollar you got. But proof will be in the pudding. Um, poor old Benny Rutten's getting the fucking ass. You would imagine, and then uh, yeah, Clarkson will go in and they'd want to win the flag next year. Ironically, I think he's. Needed at North and not needed at Essen. Yeah. Because well, if he's if he's the super coach that he's proclaimed to be, and listen, he very well may be that, but um, if he comes, if he turns North around and win, wins a flag in five years, well, fuck, then all the dick sucking was well deserved. Well, what I'm saying is from, from my experience at the Demons, as a supporter, but in Coterie as well, someone like Paul Ruse, what all of a sudden, like we were so shit. But you, but you you get time if you if you've got a huge profile, yeah. And you get sponsors on board who are happy to just have a lunch with him and all that. Yeah. And then so, and I'm talking about just not just your coteries, but also then corporate sponsors go beauty. Here's my chance with Paul Ruse. That would happen at North Essendon's so big anyway. They don't need a big name. Yeah. They, they like if they got an Adam Uze or whoever the next you know that type is, that would be perfect for Essendon. You need someone who can, who can get the best out of the players. Yeah. But So they don't need time. They just need success. Whereas North need time and corporate money and that's the type that Alice Clarkson brings in like yeah. Ruzi did at Melbourne. So where do you think he's going? I'm, the, I'm no doubt he's going to Essendon. Samantha? I'd be staggered. Yeah. <laughs> you got a sporty coming up with him? Yeah, no. no <laughs> where do you think he's going? Yeah, out of those two, Essendon. Well, you can say Collingwood if you want, if you believe he's going to Collingwood. No, I don't believe he's going So where do you think he's going? Or if he's going anywhere, probably Essendon. So you, you think there's a chance he won't be coaching? I think there's a, th- a chance. There's a small chance. You th- for what reason do you think there's a small chance he won't be coaching next year? Just because he's not. O- doesn't seem overly interested. And what would give you that impression? Just because. Just, I, just, I don't. I, I don't mind it. what where Sam's coming from. Because he, he doesn't need to, right? He doesn't need to. Um. Then why? Okay. I. I don't see that. Because he doesn't need to. No, because well, also, and why doesn't he need to? Because he's had all his success, right? He's made all his money, and you touched on a point. So he doesn't need to make a dollar again for us for his life. He definitely can, but he's in no hurry to. If neither of these suit him either, because that's the thing. Like they're making the decision on the best coach for them. But I reckon he's, he's a million and one, not the coach next year. <laughs> I, I now now don't don't take this the wrong way, Dane. But I reckon would he would he. Gives back and does talks for Deloitte and Ernest and mm. Young. He gets paid more than the Narry Warring football oh, club. Oh, you'd right? think so, yeah. <laughs> so I think if he doesn't coach, by Sam's point, I think he would still make what odds, very okay, good earn. You're a gambling man. What odds would you give him not to coach next year and coach? I'll put it this way. Yeah, I, I think Essendon near certainties. 
by the way, whenever you listen to this, this is Wednesday morning of uh, what's the date? The seventeenth. I would I would say he's more likely not to coach than to coach North Melbourne. That's yeah, that's where I'm at. So if he get, so if if Essendon don't do the deal that he wants, then he won't coach. I, I think he's more likely to say, "I'll wait." Okay, so give us because um, give us like, odds. Uh, I would say a dollar twenty Essendon, uh, four dollars not to coach, ten dollars North. I'm happy with those odds. There we go. My question to you, Ralph, you you raised the point. You know, even if he doesn't win, his legacy is already set. Yes, but is there is there the fear that he's got a near perfect record? He's known as this goat coach. Yes. What if he does come in and does fucking nothing, and then leaves in five years and he's had a shit one? Does that is that a? He's got five ta- million dollars in his bank account. <laughs> does, it taint, does it taint his legacy though? No, no. because of as I said, all those great coaches like you know Barassi, Hafey, Michael Jordan played at the Wizards, Nick Moldhouse. Michael Jordan played yep. at the Wizards. Who does anyone remember that? True. Yep. Uh, Sam Mitchell played his life uh, the, he, West Coast Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah. So that things, things have changed in that in that respect Hodge went to Brisbane That well, probably enhanced his re- reputation yeah. actually With <laughs> the way he's helped help some of those players too So um, No I don't think And that's the other point So he has got that That risk element He's, he's His legacy They're coaches well, Mick, Mick would still be coaching AFL now yeah. If fucking someone wanted him like, They just They're mad They're mad You've got to be half Fucking lunatic to be an AFL coach And He's got that in him. He's got that dog in him, as they say. So he just um, he just wants to coach. And I reckon he's a million to one not to coach next year. I heard Jared Waitley to a function with him. He's probably got the ball rolling about three weeks ago. And I like I like Jared and, and as in personally and, and professionally. But he, he said about how good he was as as this speaker. I think it might have been in a Melbourne victory and he had the room and all that. I remember when he started at Hawthorne, he was shit as a public speaker in the media. What I'm saying is, and and you know, I said last week, Simon Goodwin's not great in the media. It, it's not a KPI. No, so now that. he's taught himself how to be fantastic publicly. It doesn't necessarily. He's not. Gonna, how's he going to be a better coach than he was at Hawthorne? So I would explain that to he me. Punched, he knocked himself out <laughs> one day at Hawthorne. <laughs> anyway, enough yeah. about Clarkson. Yeah. So he's he, he's he's trying to be relevant, but I don't think he wins the uh, the award for trying to be relevant the most this week. Who is me? Oh, Tommy Lee would be hard to beat, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, Tommy Lee. Oh, yeah. Wow. He would be hard to beat yeah. with that monster. Mm. 58. Yeah. <laughs> 58. But what how old he is. Yeah. No he, shrinkage yet. He, he's still got muscles working. Yeah, doesn't he? Um, that was one out of the blue, wasn't it? <laughs> More to the point. Well, things sag when you get older. He's still, oh, he's yeah. still getting lower Going strong. So yeah. Good on him. Good yeah. on him. Good on him. And thank you. For Have your you seen service. the Tommy and Pam movie? I haven't seen it. Anyone seen it? No. The porno, yeah. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. I'm talking about the, the recent release. Oh, no. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No, 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 I haven't either. Oh, did, did you celebrate Noah's birthday this week? <laughs> yeah, we did. We Congratulations. Parties, parties oh. in a couple of weeks. Well, now our party's in a couple of weeks because it's only, because it's 11 and a half months since Dane wondered where you've been and congratulated <laughs> him for losing weight. <laughs> so so we've got to have our, to have our yes, first correct. birthday of that. Yeah. No, he's one now. So I was, um, I was hoping that he'd sleep through the night, but a little last I was not quite got there yet. 
So I'm still on sleep through the night. Not yet. He's close. He's doing. He went to bed last night at about one, and he got up right as I was leaving at seven Jesus. today. So, hey, how was your reading? My reading. Yeah. Pterodactyls. I'll find a way. Pterodactyls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a silent <laughs> pee. It's a tough. It's a, tough it's a silent pee day, like uh-huh. in, the, in the old pool. It's a, it's a tough book that one. It's <laughs> a tough. It's a tough read. Are you disciplined with your reading? To, to yeah, do you I read every night? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, morning, noon, whenever he fucking pulls a book out and runs at us. Bless. <laughs> That's so cute, isn't it? It is. Are you loving it, Dane? He'd be nearly 18 months now. He's fir- he's past 18 months. Is he? Yeah, 18 months, 18 and a half months, somewhere. Wow. He's going right. Describe his personality. I reckon I could pick my kids at 18 months what they would end up being. Really? Yep. Oh God! Yeah, I'm in so for it. Then. Describe his personality in, uh, as a time capsule. What do you mean? Well, will he be outgoing? Will he be? Yeah, he's pretty outgoing. Is he? Yeah, he's pretty happy. Laughs, laughs all the time. Yeah, sleeps well, so he's like me. <laughs> pretty relaxed. Not much bothers him. Yeah. I think he's got my um, mannerisms, Cord. which is not great. Or Taylor. <laughs> Taylor yeah. happy with that? <laughs> At the moment, because he's very relaxed and laughs and smiles, and that probably right. A bit mischievous. Probably when he gets a bit older, probably not know. Mm. The, mat- the maternal health nurse yesterday at his one-year checkup asked me if he, like, understands when you say no. And he does not at all. What, what age did Tate start understanding no? Because I will say to him... No. What like, age did Tate start <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Taylor drilled that into him pretty early. I try. He goes no. to pick up the... He'll look at me and go to pick up his food and go, uh, and feed it to the dog, like he'll lean over and go staring me in the eyes and I'll go, no, and he'll just laugh. I think he's got no one yes around the wrong that's way. That's no, he, know, he knows it. Is it? Yeah. Um, I'm fucking in for it. The sign language helped a lot though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. couple of Collingwood topics, Dane. Jack yeah. Ginevan, happy with it. Pies going well. Yeah. Big game this weekend. Had to fall um, over. Yeah, now they'll do. Mate, the... the the pies, the the ground's too small for them to play that game. So hopefully we don't play Sydney up there. Yeah, that the, wouldn't be fun. The ground's too small for them to run and gun and kick it in the middle, and because the ground's so small, yep. Um, like it's very very easy to clog up the back line. So when they're it's the same exactly the game played out exactly as it's played out the last. Tw- like then you can see Collingwood's wave starting to go in the last sort of you know quarter, but there's just no space. On the whole ground, because it's, it's so small. So that ground is certainly not. Say Geelong's ground would also not, because the w- wings are so s- narrow. So the small grounds aren't great for Collingwood. Um, God, I hope Geelong lose their first final by point. We can all say it was at Canadia Park. Do you think they'll get <laughs> any home finals because of the construction no. there? No, no, no. And if they play not. Freo, they definitely should not be allowed <coughs> to have a home final ever. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. But you think they'll? I'm not saying. Your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Do you yeah. think they will be? I, I don't th- – no, mm. not this year. No. no chance this year with 21. Yeah. Do you say that because their home ground advantage is so great? Like if they if they didn't have much of a home ground advantage, would, would it matter that much? Is that why you're saying they so, should never so get one? Everything's about growing the game to the maximum amount, which is why Collingwood don't play at Victoria Park anymore, which is why yeah, Essendon right. don't play at Windy Hill anymore. So Geelong haven't done anything to achieve – the home ground advantage. It's been because the rest of the competition has, has grown yeah, in Victoria. The MCG. And you've got to play finals in Victoria at the best ground. Now, by extension, the club, and they are a fantastic club, but they haven't got all these developments for Cadinia Park because they're a fantastic club. It's because they're in a fucking <laughs> pork-barrelling zone where both, gov- both governments throw money at them. Mm. Yeah, they haven't achieved that. They're just lucky enough to be in an area that could the vote, vote could go either way. Yeah. So but does coming to the MCG give the other team, let's say they play Collingwood, the home ground advantage, even though they're hosting on the day and their name comes first? We've got to wear white shorts, Samantha. But that's it's like a real pain in the ass. in 2011 was Geelong's lack of home yeah, ground advantage exactly. and disadvantage. <laughs> they won it. three premierships. So yeah. what I'm saying is that and every year they finish higher on the ladder. Because of that home ground advantage. Now, good on them. They, they should get play at home. But no other team in Melbourne out of the 10 Victorian teams get the home ground advantage that Geelong does. They're not going to scrap GMHBA Stadium like they have done Windy Hill and Vic Park anytime no, soon. No, they've no, just, but that's the point. Because they've money into it. Yeah, because it's so fantastic. But it's yeah, the, So they the, get their leg up during the year. Yes. You're right. So when they, um, when they, when they, in the years they finish, this year they've been the best side at home and away, fair enough. Yeah. But in the years where they finish fourth, 
they should finish sixth or seventh. Mm. That one or two games a year that they get is is the difference every year. So they shouldn't get a further advantage. It's just illogical. Yeah. So um, yeah. So Collingwood, not skinny grounds aren't great for them. The way they run and pressure the ball. Should they keep Brody Grundy? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but maybe I'm not in list management discussions. And another I'm, thing, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure who they've got their eye on. But we obviously we need a key forward. Like Brody is awesome, plays above his weight, but we need a f- Dan McStay. Is he the answer? I have no idea, but apparently we're linked to him. We've been linked to him all year. Can he be the number one banana? Well, he's the number three banana in Brisbane. I'm not sure he's absolutely setting the world on fire. Is the bigger problem that you can't... Uh, Mike Lombardi has a good saying, and he's the NFL guy, that you can't get out of a bad deal quick enough. Mm. So it seems that it's a bad deal for Collingwood, not for Brody. It's yeah. a huge money deal, and good on him for getting it. But Brody might do the maximum stuff going before because he's a very good player. But you can't have enough good players on your list. Yes. So, you know, ideally retain Geordie and Brody, and then like, you know, you look on the weekend, we miss that match-winning mid, and Geordie is that, um, especially on a small ground. And Brody, obviously, we haven't had him all year, but I think he. Be very handy in our side. Um, Were you happy with the work of another match-winning mid and Tay Adams on social media sticking out for Jack Innovan? Yeah, no, it was good. Um, taken nice to see. Yeah, I wonder if he had his time again where he tweeted, but um, that was good. Huge game this Saturday, this Sunday. Um, I actually wouldn't mind Carlton being in the finals because, like I said earlier, like if Carlton Collingwood were in a prelim or something, fucking hell. Yeah, or in the granny, <laughs> be a big week. It was, great, uh, it was great atmosphere Saturday night, Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Um, it's a shame the Carlton went down by a point. But so <laughs> while the AFL have been kissed on the dick, like what a glorious sun. Is there any other big games that define final spots? I know obviously well, the Hawthorne Bulldogs game starts before, before us yeah. and then it's obviously the big one. Um, hopefully the, the Dogs can win to give the game. Cause if a, the, bit, a bigger edge. Because if the Dogs don't win, I guess it's just a Collingwood edge that um, – yeah. I got some spice still, but fuck, what a game it's going to be on Sunday. Hopefully, it's a nice day. I'd imagine it's going to be a close game because that's all Collingwood playing. Um, and hopefully, it goes down to the last couple of minutes again. Like, nearly, I remember last year there was a big ending where, was it the Bulldogs or something? Had to, West Coast had to win by like a certain amount of percent up in Brisbane last year or something? Well, I remember 2017, the D's got beaten by one goal. It was West Coast kicked a goal. It was, yeah, whatever they won by, it was one goal of difference in that yeah. cost Melbourne. So it's um, good to have a big ending. Uh, from JIH, this is from our listener uh, questions via our instant story, which I always put up every week if you want to be involved in the show. By the way, how generous have we been this year? Can, can we get some generosity back with some five-star reviews, please? Mm. You know, mm. like we're, 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 we're chasing 3.1. <laughs> So thank you for giving us a five-star review. We're on three. We're, sort of we're, stuck just, in, on three. we're just incredibly average. About <laughs> 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 sums us up. <laughs> so we, 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 we try to put aside the 1,500 one-star reviews that the Shabless podcast uh, helped us out with. So if They we, give us 1,500. We've got 1,500 one-star <laughs> reviews. <laughs> so it's an achievement. Petty bitches. <laughs> if you want to hear about cancel culture, there's your starting point there. So... Um, Give us five stars. We'd appreciate it, particularly with the uh, magnificent um, uh, bob of the head there on Saturday, Tipping, yeah. which we'll get to that uh, math science. So, yeah. from JIH, is booing a player really that bad? Surely not. Depends what you're booing for, mm. obviously. I always got told they never booed the duds. Yeah. So, if you're getting booed, you're doing something. Obviously, if it's racial or something, like, clearly that's, you know, we, need, we obviously all know that's inappropriate, but... <coughs> If you're getting booed, you're doing something right from the opposition. Obviously, you know, Ed Langdon, I think, copped it. You know, he made sure if you whack someone high, obviously, you know, yeah. Cripps got booed. You know, fans boo for stupid reasons. I don't particularly have a problem with it. Obviously, unless it's for those reasons that I just mentioned. But, like, if you're getting booed, you're doing something right, what I guess. What about if he's off injured like Jack Genovan was? Uh, like, like I said, if it wasn't, if it was Josh Carmichael who played his fifth game, you reckon they're booing him? No. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, is there some underlining thing with Jack? I'm not sure, but it's kind of a little bit like that's the way he plays. So, that's, you know, he gives it back to the crowd. I, don't, I think 
I don't think there was too much malice in it, to be honest. Yeah. I thought they'd probably boo him if he was lined up for having a shot for goal. You know, I'm not I'm not sure they'll boo him because he was off injured. Like, yeah, fuck you, you're hurt. Like, we're wrapped the scene, you're hurt. I think he was just on the screen. I think they probably would have booed him anywhere. Um, I don't have a big problem with it, no, is the short answer. But um, Collingwood booed that fucking more people more than anyone. So I don't, I'm not sure how well we can complain. Fuck, I laugh when Patrick Cripp started getting booed. Because, like, and, and 10 years ago at the D's, our only noise was that fucking stupid trumpet player because yeah. we had nothing to cheer nor boo about. So, in that respect, it was good. And I inadvertently found out I was sitting next to the QC who <laughs> got him off. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, and you're like, you're, the fans pay their money. Like, some people have a very stressful life, and to go to the footy and scream yeah. and cheer and boo, um, I don't have a problem as long as it's done in a fun, enter- you know, fun entertainment kind of way. From Ryan Standen, any chance of Clarko coaching St Kilda City next season? <laughs> I'd put that before North. <laughs> Would you? Yeah, well, listen, Al, we'll, hey, if you want, there'll be plenty of fluffers down there, we'll sort you out. Um, rusty trombone or, a, you know, a blumpkin, <laughs> if you want. Um, but Do you think that that's what he wants, Dane? A blumpkin? Do you think that they, those two things will be the draw cards for Alistair Clarkson? He, he may very well be in a blumpkin's hell. I don't know. But, uh, you don't judge. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd love Yeah, it'd be great if he'd come down to the city, the peanut farm and help us out. I'm not sure the boys would probably respond to, well to that kind of coaching. When the <laughs> Half the boys, you know, the boys are getting over four in the morning, day before day of a game. Yeah. not sure that would fly with, with Clarko. Boys are on the, uh, we actually... Um, Spoke to the boys. Said, "Boys, can we just please not drink the night before a game? These coming into finals. You think that's a reasonable? You think that's how a re- go, how they go down? <coughs> did you have that conversation? Hasn't happened did yet. Did you have that? Well, hasn't happened yet because it was on the weekend. No. Did you just say you have to have that conversation? <coughs> well, it'd be nice for have a have a side once this year have no one hung over in it. <laughs> the waft of old alcohol coming off them. Um, sweat. So this is what I can relate to you with from my background. I can't relate to any of the shit about being good as yeah. a player, but being a suburban footballer, saying after six pots at the pub, going, oh, I've got a big game tomorrow, that should do. Well, come on, boys, so, mate. Mate, you would have done it. I said, what, at Collingwood? <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't do anything hungover now. Yeah. Like, let alone fucking play a game. I could train in that, like. Maybe. A couple of times. So there was one day where I hadn't been to bed and Bucks. Well, we had to go out to training, mate. I reckon the first five footies come through, went straight through my hands, hit me in the nose, and then <laughs> we had, we did this long. Every now and then we did this huge fucking long warm up. Like I went for about five k's. Like we just had to, mate. It was hell. And then Bucks <laughs> kicked the footy at me, mate. Went straight through my hands, nearly busted my nose, fell on the ground. I fumbled it about fifteen times. <laughs> like did about four big U turns looking for it. Ran back handle east, looked down my ball and just shook his head. I was like, oh. <laughs> Scrambled away. You know, when you're trying to make things worse, trying to make up for your last mistake of snapping at the ball was horrible. I can't do anything hungover now. Well, this leads to from Rob Willow. Be real, Swanee. What was yours and Bucks' relationship like? Fine. Well, I always say this. As three different Bucks, as player, person, coach. As a player, I don't have a problem with him at all. Yeah. I mean, as a person, like, completely fine. If you sat here... Laugh, have beer with him, no problems. Like, I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with anyone. So yeah. completely fine. I, like, I don't sp- see him much, but if I was walking the ten, I see him. I'll what if he lied to you about going into the jungle? Yeah, no. Well, I haven't caught. I haven't seen him since then. So <laughs> I'll, I'll approach that with him when I approach that with him when I see him. But as a player, uh, as a person, no problem at all. Like, if I see him walking the street, stop five minutes, have a laugh. Like, yeah. how are you going? To that coach I had an issue with. Yeah, so he got. Obviously, I've said it a million times. He sacked all my friends. Um, <laughs> And as a player, he was the best player we've ever had. So um, my relationship is fine with Bucks. I don't speak to him, but if I've seen him, I wouldn't yep. have a problem with him. From Raw, Raw Banger, Swanee, what's your ball scratch technique? Pinch and <laughs> twist or pull and scratch? <laughs> you don't need to do it. Why? disgusting. Somewhere near the microphone, please. You're going to offer to carry my microphones out later with your... Scrotting hands. Bit of smegma. Oh. Bit of p- pinch and scratch I just did then. Yeah. Pinch and scratch. From Jezza, why would any AFL club want an ex-player from another club to coach them? I don't know. Go re- re- oh, redo that. Why would any AFL club want an ex-player from another club to coach them? Why not? If they're going to win a good coach, maybe. Yeah. I think John Worsfold's the only coach the last maybe 30. Uh, no, since Dennis Pagan. So I'd say last 25 years, or 30 years, there's only been two players who have 
coach the side they played at to a premiership. So probably it's a good good idea to get them from another club. Yeah, you think so? As a, as a rule, um, from Machine Gun Lester, who should Collingwood sack after losing a game? <coughs> who should they sack? Yep. Please stop playing with him. He's stuck here on the on the ball scratching on the pitch and scratch now. Yeah. Scratching my belly button now. Yeah. Um, He's moved up. Uh, who should they sack? Um, that's a very good point. Uh, if they drop two in a row, there'll be heads will roll. Heads will roll. Heads will roll. Exactly. What? Yes, from, we from we at Collingwood expect success, sustained success, and losing two in a row is not success, especially to Carlton. Ed won't be happy. Yeah, Ed's not there anymore. Oh, you forgot. No. <laughs> well, we'll ask, I'll ask Ed who needed a sack, then I'll tell you. I'm a company man. <laughs> From Matt Craig, how many days will St Kilda City's Mad Monday go for? I'm very fearful. <laughs> I'm very fearful. Well, you can't do anything hungover, so you may as well just stay drunk. I'm sending my missus away. <laughs> sending her up north, and I think. And tape? Well, obviously. <laughs> well, you can stay with me if you want. He may fucking... Maybe scarred for life if you've not. But yeah, um, I'm gonna send. Hopefully, if we if we go make a play, a couple of finals, I'll send her away. Um, <laughs> if we get beat in the first final, you send yourself I won't, away. won't be able to celebrate because Taylor's going away for four days, and I've got Taylor on my own, so I won't be able to. <laughs> <laughs> so you better have a word to the There's boys. There's your to play well. <laughs> we yeah, play. exactly. Um, but I know what they celebrate like after a ten goal loss. <laughs> on a fucking regular Saturday, I'm very fearful for my health and safety of what's going to happen when they, when the last, if, especially if we happen to win the flag or something like that. Oof. From Big 22 fan, how much juice does uh, winning a Brownlow squeeze? Uh, plenty of pulp. <laughs> plenty of pulp. Well, I don't know. I guess I guess it's probably a fair bit. Um, just every time in the paper or someone writes my name, say the Premiership player or Brownlow medalist next to it. Um, whether it gets me. Um, Another gig, probably Brownlow. Well, I do stuff for sports, but so um, I'm sure it probably gets me one or two extra gigs a year. But it, I think it was about 100 grand I, s- I got from winning it from all the memorabilia straight off the bat. Um, was, the, was the contract. What? Yeah. Say that again. You didn't hear me. No, I, I heard I've you. got a feeling that it's still related to Prob- the person. Yeah, I, I say so. Because... Yeah, here's me who's never been near good enough to fucking virtually play in Glenelg Seniors, but I don't think Matt Prittis would have made the same amount of merch money out of as, as well. Yeah, no. So you get like a certain so so, yeah. But they come to you now. I'm not. This may not be the same as it was back then, but they come to you before the Brown obviously the five or ten favourites and said, "This yeah. is the deal we've got for you. <coughs> if you win it, is oh, this is the AFL official deal." Yeah, right. cash-wise, fuck, my oh, Jesus, incredible. Um, but we can't, we don't, can't tell anyone that. No. Um, yeah, they come back, they come to you before and say, "Listen, this is a deal. You got to sign five, you know, two thousand things for this amount of money." I think mine was about hundred grand. Uh, from Ashley, can we talk about how shit the SCG is compared to MCG as a patron? Honestly, they suck. Yeah, mate, I've got some scars from SCG. Yeah, I've you wouldn't be a fan of it. Also, I played one game, played forty seconds there in my life. Um, yeah, no, I've never. So I've never sat in the sand. I've been there once, oh, and I, 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 I finished going wheeled out in a cart. So, um, yeah, no, not great for me either, I'm afraid. But, yes, Collingwood don't no, – we, we don't want to go back to the SCG this year, that's for sure. I was out in the ground last time I was there. Where you? you run out for pluggers, 1,000. <laughs> no, I was uh, – uh, it was the Bruce Springsteen concert. <laughs> so this year? I quite like the SCG. 2003, I think it um, From Tim, will the new Barbie movie have a scissoring <coughs> scene? Inaccurate oh otherwise. Oh, my God, Tim. What does that mean? Did is you that say like his name is Tim? St- yeah, is that like stabbing – No. The Ralph. new what movie? Will the Barbie movie have a scissoring scene? The reason he read that is out that is because like he has no idea what scissoring is, do you? Barbie. Barbie. Oh, Barbie. I thought until Neil Barm was taking a movie or something like that. <laughs> Neil Barm's in a scissoring. Barbie movie. What's it? He couldn't do violence in a... It's not violence. It's not I think you know what scissoring is, Ralph. You're just playing coy. Um, hopefully. Yeah. I hope so. I'd, I'd certainly watch here? it. Are you having what? me on? Oh. You reckon he knows? Margot Robbie's in it, so I'd like to see her doing oh. a scissoring scene. <laughs> I think he's just clicked. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I think he's just clicked as to what scissoring might be. Yeah, well, Margot Robbie's in it. Why wouldn't I want to see a scissoring scene with her? Are you feeling a bit of shame that you read that out on air? Because you should be. He's gone. She's in it, isn't she? 
I think she is, yeah. So her and Ryan Gosling scissor would be fucking. Wouldn't fake. be Ryan Gosling, it would be another female. Oh, you might Dane. Well, he might sh- you might tape it up. Might tape <laughs> it <laughs> might, he might tape it up. He might be identifying as fucking Barbie's best friend, Kendra. He might just tape it up to his So, Ralph, have you worked out what scissoring is now? <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.